Well, hello there, beautiful mama, and welcome back to the Wholesome Mama Show. Welcome to a new episode. Today, I'm going to be talking around home routines, why why we need them, what exactly is stopping us from being productive, and how can we as mums, even as busy mums, even as mums of toddlers, how can we get more time back? So let's get into today's episode. Hey mama, do you want to balance maintaining your home, cooking, cleaning, all the things you have to do as a stay-at-home mum whilst being present with your family? Do you find yourself up late at night scattered thinking about all the things you didn't get done and so need to do tomorrow? Is your greatest desire for your littles to know and love Jesus? Hey, I'm Elise. When I became a mum, I felt overwhelmed and wished that I could just stay on top of everything. I wanted to be there for my family and yet all these things still had to get done. I was worried that I would spend this time too busy and miss it until I found the secret, partnering with God even in our home life. In this podcast, you will find tactical tips for homemaking, help for your low-tox journey as well as biblical parenting so that you will find God's joy and experience His peace in motherhood. Welcome to Wholesome Mama. It's time to go grab your cup of tea, reheat it because you know, and let's get into today's episode. So today, I guess to really kick off the year, I wanted to delve more into the idea around home routines. I know that that is certainly, as I've been looking through the last three and a half years of podcasts, what you're all listening to, and it is everything around home routines. So that tells me that you want more of that, more encouragement, more tips and resources around home routines. And so that is what I really wanted to focus on, at least until otherwise. Um, Obviously, we're still going to talk about all the things. But really, I know that getting a good home routine is setting you up for a win. I spoke a few episodes ago, one of the last Uh, episodes that I did in December, one of the last live episodes in December, was all around being productive and if proactive. Being proactive to be productive. Um, And if you haven't listened to that episode, I highly encourage you to, when this episode's finished, I will link it in the show notes and you can go um, and like cue it to play next. Um, because that was a really good episode that kind of looked around a few different spaces of our life that we need to be productive and why and what is the cost of you. The opposite of being productive is being reactive. I keep saying productive, but I mean proactive. I'm getting my words mumbled around. Um, the opposite of being proactive is being reactive. And if you are living in a reactive state, that is actually costing you. It's costing your family in time, in energy, but also in joy. And so we don't want we don't want that. So the whole idea around a home routine is that you are proactive, that you are giving your week, your home, your day, your life the running of your life, forethought. 
And we as mums, we need home routines because we have a never-ending to-do list. There is always dishes to be done or a dishwasher to stack or unpack or washing to cycle through, get on the line, get off the line, fold, put away. There's always toys to pick up. There's always meal to cook or something to make or an errand to run, groceries to be done. There's always something to do, right? You know that. You're a mum. You know that there is always something to do. If you don't have a plan, you're, what is it? If you fail to plan, you're planning to fail. And if you don't have a plan in your mind, you are even subconsciously, whether you realize it or not, you are getting stressed and overwhelmed. And then that is having an impact on your relationship with your husband, your relationship with your children, the atmosphere in the home. And we as as women, as the mother, as the homemaker of the home, we are called to maintain our home. In um, Proverbs 31, it goes on about the um, is it the virtuous woman? You all know the Proverbs 31, the wife of noble character. There's lots of different um, titles for her. But Proverbs 31 in verse 13, it says, she selects wool and flax and works with eager hands. She delights in the work of her hands. We are to delight in our homemaking in our maintaining the home, even in the mundane chores. And that's not to say that we love it and can't wait to do it and we're like this fake positivity about it. That's not what it is at all. It is this underlying joy and gratitude for being able to maintain our home, being able to take care of our home. So there are a few reasons why we need routines, though, because we can't, if you are running around like a headless chicken chasing your tail, well, the chickens have tails, but you know what I mean, you're not going to have this joy in you about taking care of your home. Now, I certainly do not have joy about picking up pieces of Lego 50,000 times, stepping on a piece of Lego or having to sweep the floor again because we just ate breakfast and now I've got to clean up. It's not fake. And I really want you to understand that, that there's a difference between like, oh, man, I've got a vacuum, but that's okay because I've got this joy in me and I know that I'm that this is a calling, not, not every calling, Every calling isn't always this highlight. There's work that goes into callings. There's grit behind callings, and this is part of that. Part of the beautiful blessing of having a child, of of being a mother, of being a wife, maintaining the home, being a homemaker, part of that is that there is work to be done. It's understanding that it is from a place of blessing So that is why we need routine so we are not overwhelmed and stressed, that we can live in that space of joy, being proactive, giving our week and our day and our home forethought 
Okay, so then we look we look at that. So we know why we need a routine. So what stops us? And as I said before, really a huge thing that stops us is not having a plan. Not having a plan. And I want to unravel that a little bit more. And I would even say that in that, it would be not understanding our priorities in the right order, not having our priorities in the right order and not understanding the priority that it is to have our home in order. When we don't have a plan, as I said before, we kind of just walk into the day going, oh, well, I don't know what I'll do today. I guess there's washing that needs to be done. There's, And then your mind will go through that never-ending to-do list and it will go, oh, that's too hard. I can't do all of that. So I'll just sit and have a cup of tea first. I'll just have a little snack. I need a little sweet treat to then get me through the vacuuming that needs to happen. That not having a plan is actually counterproductive. You need to have a plan. You need to know, okay, today I am clearing out the lounge room dining kitchen and I'm going through and deep cleaning that. That is my plan. That is what I'm doing today. Or I'm getting the laundry back up. I've fallen really behind in laundry. So today my focus is the laundry. I have a plan. I have a focus. I know what I'm doing. Another thing that really stops us from being productive is multitasking. And this is a bit of an unpopular opinion because a lot of people would say you need to multitask to be productive. You know, on so many job, like interviews and job descriptions, they're like, you need to multitask. Actually, multitasking isn't helpful. Multitasking is causing you to do things longer. It's causing you to take more time. You forget things when you multitask. When you can't concentrate and be in the zone, especially when you're at home with kids around, yes, we multitask to a point because we are looking after our children while we are cleaning or whatever. But I mean in the sense of, um, and I share this, it was like one of the first episodes of the show, and I shared around when I had postpartum depression and anxiety, um, my psychologist um, gave me this thing, rock the baby to rock the baby, and it's based on a, I'm going to forget his name now. It's based on like this old, um, proverb kind of principle, not from Proverbs, but like an old ancient, I don't know if it's even ancient, probably not even ancient. Anyway, Nat, Nat Kanto, Nat Kanto, something. Anyway, um, this whole idea to rock the baby, to rock the baby. When you are rocking your baby, that is what you are doing. Be all there, be all in rocking your baby. Unpack the dishwasher to unpack the dishwasher. When you are unpacking the dishwasher, unpack the dishwasher. Don't do anything else until that job is complete. Because so many times we will unpack the dishwasher and as we are putting something away, we'll see that there's our child's drink bottle on the um, on the kitchen bench. Oh, I forgot to fill that up. Oh, I'll just go and fill that up. Then we fill up the drink bottle. Then we go and put 
um, the drink bottle in the fridge and then we see, um, oh, I didn't get, didn't think, didn't get the meat out for dinner. Okay, get the meat out of the freezer. Oh, I'll go put it there. Oh, and then we see our child's jumper lying on the floor. Oh, just go get the jumper and I'll take that to their room. Oh, there's their dirty clothes. Okay, I'll just take those and I'll go put them in the laundry. And the dishwasher only gets half unpacked and never actually fully gets unpacked. You don't finish it because you've gone around and done all these other little things that then you come back and you have to get back into, okay, I've got to unpack the dishwasher. Whereas you see that drink bottle, for instance, and you go, okay, after I unpack the dishwasher, I'll deal with that. Finish the task. Be all in the task to finish it. Finish the task and then move on. Multitasking is not helping you be productive in your home. The other thing that is stopping us is that we procrastinate. We get too overwhelmed by the to-do list. We get too stressed out by the state of our home and just go, I can't do it. It's too hard. I'm going to watch TV. Or I'm just going to scroll for a little bit. Oh, I didn't even mean to scroll. How did how am I sitting here scrolling? I was meant to be sweeping the floor and here I am scrolling. We spend too much time wasting time. And I'm not saying like absolutely plan in time for downtime, plan in time to sit down and eat lunch. Please, please eat. Please drink water. Please have some downtime. Have some fun. This is not about like being rigid, structured, must do chores all day. That's not. And if you know me, you know that that is not at all how I am. And actually home routines give you more time. You get more time back when you have these flows and these rhythms in your day because you're not wasting time multitasking. You're not wasting time trying to think of what am I going to do. You have a plan, you know, okay, I'm going to get up and this is what I do in the mornings. Okay, today I'm getting the laundry done. So I'm doing that and then in between laundry um, cycles, I can play with the kids or I'll cook dinner so it's ready to go for tonight or I'll do something else or I'll work on my business or I'll, I'll sit and watch TV and have a cup of tea. That's fine. Schedule that in, absolutely. But having the home routines actually allows you to be so much more productive and that gives you so much more freedom. So I have a few of like the top things that we can do when creating home routines. Have a morning routine. And that is whether you get up early before the kids to get stuff done. And depending on their age, obviously, if you have a newborn or a toddler who is still waking up in the night, do not get up early. Sleep. You need sleep. You need to prioritize your rest and your sleep and understand that this is a season and in this season, how I can honor my needs as well is that I don't get up at 5 or 6 a.m. That I sleep in and I'll do my morning routine later. Uh, my kids are just early risers that I cannot wake up before them anymore. I don't know what happened in the last few months, but they have become gone from 7 a.m. 
waking up to 6am waking up and I'm not not a fan because I liked my time in the morning um but even still I still have my morning routine and I just work around them they they just come out and play and I I do my morning routine around them but having a morning routine knowing what you are doing in the morning so you wake up and it doesn't have to be like I wake up and I exercise straight away or I hustle in working my business or whatever it is. It's like you might get up and have a cup of tea and watch the sunrise. You might read your Bible. You might read a book. You might do something. Like it can still be calm. But have a morning routine because it is amazing the difference in when I when I coach mums and I see this, The difference in when they have a morning routine, how the rest of the day plays out is amazing. It's so much smoother. They're a lot happier. They feel like their fuse isn't as short. Having a morning routine is just setting your day up for a win. Of course, I've said be proactive and think ahead. Give your week, including meals including what's coming up give it full thought what do you need to get ready for when is there something that needs to go to school is there um, a play date that you're organizing what are you having for meals do that and do your grocery list when you're doing doing your meal planning all those kinds of things being proactive giving everything full thought So you're then not putting out fires living in survival mode. That alone will change your life. Another thing that you can do is the good night kitchen routine where you clean and basically kiss your kitchen goodnight. You clean the bench, put everything away, get ready for the next day, what you need to turn on the dishwasher, set the diffusers, all the things like that. So that when you are walking in back into the kitchen in the morning, because that's usually the first place we go as mothers, right? We go into the kitchen. You are walking into a fresh, clean, clear space, which means that your head space is going to be fresh, clean and clear. And just sort of like how to, if you are new, if you are brand new at this and you're like, Elise, I really don't like the idea of being rigid and being structured. How do I create a home routine? Even the word home routine freaks me out. Okay, just create little flows. I like to call them little rhythms where when you are, say, boiling the kettle, when the kettle boils, just give the kitchen bench, the kitchen counter, if you're in the US, a wipe down. Put stuff that needs to go away. Are there any dishes that are drying on the rack and can go away? Uh, when the kids are in the bath of a nighttime, just give the bathroom a quick wipe down. You go in there supervising them in the bath anyway. So just give them a quick wipe down. It's things like that, like creating habits, pretty well habit stacking, right? With things that need to get done, you just staying on top by instead of scrolling your phone while the kettle boils or sitting there twiddling your thumbs going oh just quickly wipe it down 
while I'm there waiting anyway. It's about finding all these little cracks in your day. And how can I use that to make my house run more efficiently? And I think that is a really good starting place for when it is overwhelming, when the whole idea about a routine is really overwhelming. That was that was me when I had my son. Um, I started like he was a routine baby. I'm not a routine person. He put himself in this routine. And I thought, okay, I started like reading all these mum blogs and listening to podcasts and I thought, okay, for me to be a good mum, I have to have all these really strict, rigid routines and that stressed me out because that is not me at all. That is some people and I have beautiful friends who thrive on a good, like, their toilet breaks are in their calendar. Not really, but that to me is how it how it feels. Um, but this is more just... It's a flow. It's a routine, but it just flows so that our house flows, so that me taking care of the home is not this up and down roller coaster of, okay, well, it's really, really clean. Oh, now it's a bomb site. Oh, now it's really, really, really clean. Now it's a bomb site. Now I've got to spend a whole day cleaning, trying to get on top of it. Okay, now it's really clean. Oh, now it's back down. It's just these little keep on top of everything. I've got a laundry routine, so I stay on top of laundry. I've got a bathroom cleaning routine. Rhythm. We'll call it a rhythm. Sounds nicer. Um, so I stay on top of the bathroom. Got the good night kitchen rhythm, so I stay on top of the kitchen every day. And that is just going to help set you up by being proactive. Set you up for success, particularly if you are like me and this week our kids are all going back to school. This is going to help so much, especially if your child is um, anxious about school or the transition isn't going as smoothly as you think. When you can have this in place, it means that you can be present, especially emotionally, with them in their day that your mornings aren't spent stressed and overwhelmed because you've given your mornings full thought and the night before you've packed what you need to, you've got uniforms set out, you've got things in place so it's ordered so your child knows what to expect and you can be there to help. You're not running around like a stressed woman. You can be present with them and then in the afternoon when they get home, they're coming into a calm environment where you, again, can be present with them. And that is how we get we get to do mum life well and we get to enjoy it. And as I said, live in this place of underlying joy, even when we are vacuuming, even when we are folding the clothes again. So I hope that that has helped you, but have a beautiful week. Be blessed. And if your kids are going back to school this week, praying for you, praying for them, praying that it goes smoothly. And I will be with you again next week for another episode of The Wholesome Mama Show. Well, that wraps up another episode. And I pray that you were blessed by today's conversation and really got something out of it for you to take into your motherhood this week. 
If you did get something out of today's episode, please subscribe, leave a review so I know that you're loving the show. You can also come and chat on Instagram. The handle is at wholesomemama. And don't forget, we have a Facebook community too with mums just like you who are in the trenches of mothering littles. So come and join us over there as well. The link for everything is always in the show notes. Have a beautiful week, mum. Be blessed and I will be with you next week.